Welcome back to High Tea Podcast. I'm Madeline. I'm Leah. <laughs> we never really planned out like what to say after that. <laughs> I thought that we were both looking at each other because I thought we were going to, because I was about to go in the middle of the night in my eyes dreams. And I thought that you were also inhaling to sing. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what one I really loved was Wildest Dreams of oh, yeah. Standing in a white dress I also love My reputation's ever been oh, I've never liked that one. Oh, I Okay, the only reason I like it I think is because I heard it in a cab in New York like going right. from Brooklyn into Manhattan. You know what I you know what so I So what song wouldn't you like? It's true. <laughs> Um, I also was happy to be brought back to my song into Sam Screen Dogs. Tapping on your I window. Had no idea. When you're on, the, you had no idea. I well, I mean, we'll get into it if you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about by now, <laughs> I don't know why you're listening. But um, Taylor Swift 2020. She released a docu. <laughs> on netflix called miss americana Mm -hmm. um i was kind of like i was kind of like it's about time yeah like tell us something give us a sliver of humanity (laughs) (laughs) my god and did she ever ham it on (laughs) jesus um so yeah taylor swift is a recording artist who (laughs) was born in pennsylvania (laughs) redding uh, Which sounds so familiar for some reason. Oh yeah, I forgot that you went to camp in that in that. I state. mean, it's a massive state, but <laughs> <laughs> in um, size, no, in population, yes, yeah. Um, but when did they move to Nashville? I don't know. I want to say she was like eleven. Yeah. So I had no idea. I mean, like obviously, this all makes sense and checks out. But like, I just had no idea that she was kind of like a child prodigy. Well, yeah, I because think we're so it, used to just like rant people popping out of nowhere. I think that it's also because we're not that like she's like three years older than us. Yeah. Even like less, though, because she's a Sag, which means she's born late year. So she's like two and a half years older than us, which is like mm-hmm. essentially our age. And then so like when we were like adolescents and preteens and teenagers she was always like that little bit older that like yeah it's true made her in sort of this different age bracket which like obviously evens out in your mid and late 20s yeah but you know it's like when she was 19 we were like 16 yeah you know so you're like that's a big difference like that's a 19 year old so yeah maybe she seemed like less of like a yeah that's a 19 year old (laughs) (laughs) literally dreaming of it yeah um no exactly and then so I think that because of our uh, lens, it's harder to see her as, like, an ingenue. Totally. Um, also, like, I'm in by no stretch of the imagination a fan. So I literally, like, knew nothing about her. Um, right. Besides, like, obviously all the songs because, like, they're catchy. But I didn't know she wrote all of her own music. Okay. I can't pretend. This is, like, the problem is I have a hard time calling myself a fan of taylor swift but also have a hard time not identifying as a fan of i know taylor swift. the songs are good yeah but like i have like this history with her where like i remember her being a country artist and like you know all of my like friends in high school were like obsessed with her but in a way where like we just like lolled at her music and like thought that it was fun also i grew up in alberta so we were like listening to a lot of country music so yeah, it just sure. like made sense and like if i, don't I know. had stayed in port perry i'm sure <laughs> I just be, remember like when the song story. Love Story had a moment and, like that was like a really joyful me. time. I, I sang that at karaoke on my birthday. Um, Gorgeous. But then so like I remember Country Taylor and I was never like, I never like felt like looking into her as a personality. I was always just like, well, well there's not much there. Yeah. But usually like there's some intrigue, especially for like me when I was younger who became like obsessed with certain famous people. Like I never really felt like I didn't like it wasn't like Miley I wasn't like I need to know everything about this bitch yeah um, but that's because Taylor which like is part of the theme of the docu is like she 
bases her entire mode of existence on the approval of other people and like looking perfect. Yes. So why the fuck would you ever like what would you, what is what is there to look into? Yeah. You know? So it's like inherently really hard to connect to. Besides yeah, like her like, being like the okay. sort of ideal and like how she writes too. Like the narratives in her songs are like. Well, that's what I was going to talk about. Is like, um, in her whole demeanor that we'll get into in the doc, but. <laughs> What really struck me from that, where I had like this galaxy brain moment where I was like, oh, because I still do like a lot of Taylor Swift's old music and every now and then, like not a fan of Reputation, not a fan of Lover, 1989 was great. Mm. I did like Red, <laughs> not as much as like a lot of other people do. I only know like the key singles, um, but have no idea of the album, Asosh. Yeah. And like Speak Now, all of those were good. Um, everything like up to 1989, I would say is like very listenable. Uh-huh. Like, there's not a lot of, like, bad shit in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But, so, <laughs> what I realized when I, like, figured out all of this stuff about, like, her personality and, like, her mindset and, like, the way that she grew up perceiving herself and, like, thinking mm-hmm. about her values, I was like, oh, the reason why, like, these songs are, like, legitimately so juvenile and the part yep. that you're, like, connecting to when you're listening to them is, like, this very mystical, like, idealized version of, like, fairy tale romance yeah that only really exists when you're a child so it's like all versed in nostalgia but then seeing how she is actually that innocent and naive i think was like the most eye-opening thing as i was like i know like like i was like oh you're not just writing like fantasy little girl music you live in the fantasy little girl space she is like a fantasy little girl she is like a little girl it's it's crazy i know and it's kind of sad well it's sad for many reasons which you also get into but like at the end of the doc, she's like, I feel like I had like a lot of growing up to do and like I didn't feel 29 and now I am 29 and like now I like, I don't know. I was just like, but no, like you're still so, you're not a 30 year old. No, you're by any not. stretch. Yeah. She drinks like wine and thinks she's an adult. Okay. She loves her white wine. She's always got a glass of white <laughs> wine on hand. Which I wasn't too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I remember in her Vogue 73 questions, they asked her, and this is probably in like her Anno days, they were like, what's your favorite drink? And she was like vodka and Diet Coke. Oh, yeah. The Anno days were addressed. Um, But... I also remember that she like was a spokesperson for Diet Coke. So that's probably also why. Also that like makes me feel so nauseous. I drank that like I basically like one time pretty much drank a whole two six of like polar ice vodka with Diet Coke and like have never (laughs) been able to do that combo ever again. It's really nasty. I actually like the feel like the taste of it in my mouth like the because I think vodka is gross but like it is well especially cheap vodka expensive vodka is a different story Mm -hmm. Um, but the combination of the aftertaste of cheap vodka and, and aspartame. aspartame. <laughs> I know. It was addictive. Oh it was God. addictive, but it literally never tastes again. like an animal pissed in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. Um, anyways, yeah. So I guess like this doc kind of like starts with her career rise. Oh my God. Yeah. Let's go Let's chronologically. Go, yeah. Um, yeah, so, which was very informative for me. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, like, like, gets a guitar when she's, like, seven for her birthday, and then, like, the rest is history. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, <laughs> so that takes, like, 12 minutes where they're just going through, like, her entire career up okay, to the point also, that she's, like, 16, it says 17. a lot about someone's upbringing when there is loads and loads of home footage of you as a child. Well, the girl continues to document herself nonstop. But you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I was like... Like, that doesn't exist for me. I... It did for the first, like, like beginning years of my life, like, up until the point that I was, like, six, and then it's, like, done. (laughs) Yeah, there was a lot of photos. I haven't seen any video. Anyways, maybe this is just a personal... um, No, but it was, like, there was a tinge... Not a tinge, but, like... um, Yeah, I don't know. I know what you're saying. Yeah. But the key, interesting though. It felt a little like preemptive. Yeah. You Um, know, it's like, oh, it's for the doc. It's also (laughs) just like, I don't think that her parents are show parents. I think that they genuinely are just obsessed with her. Yeah, that's, the vibe that's what that, it seems. Like, is she an only child? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, I have to look it up, but she must be because it's like, mm-hmm. I got like a very doting parent, only child vibe. Yeah. Well, her mom is like 
by her side 24 7 does not barely speaks one word in the dock which was like weird she talked on the plane but she doesn't ever like yeah but she doesn't address her mom or her dad never got interviewed by a director or producer no which was so bizarre to me and her dad was that guy who was like freaking out about the political stuff right yeah i think that that was one of the guys in that room was her dad yeah is she only i don't see anything about siblings here yeah, you. There would have been a sibling. Yeah, if um, she had a sister, siblings, we would never hear the end of it. I know. Oh my god. Well, she probably wouldn't be famous if she had a sister. But it was. It also kind of gave me Vox Lux vibes. <laughs> like just like, or like she wishes she was Vox Lux vibes. Okay. I don't know. Just like her concerts are so look so strange to me. Yeah. Because it's like you're a pop star, but like you're a singer songwriter. Like, why do you need to do choreography? And I like was wear so shiny clothes. By that one shot of her, I was like, "Is she supposed to be this wet, or is it raining? Where her bangs <laughs> were all wet, and her face was dripping?" Oh my god, I don't I was, remember that. We'll get there, but it was when she was talking about the sexual assault stuff at the concert. Okay, yeah. So we fast forward through Taylor's life until she's like sixteen years old, and then dun dun dun, Kanye West comes in to ruin her life. She was nineteen when that happened. They kept saying this, like, sweet, innocent little teenage girl. She was 19. Anyway, Kanye ruined her life, apparently. Yeah. The, her largest point of trauma is literally... Literally what? That VMAs. When Kanye went on stage, like... I have to say, like... This girl, like, really hasn't been through it. She's her. literally been through nothing. Yeah. Like, yes, yeah, she's been through fame, but she didn't even really talk about... That it was hard to be famous. She, she kind was just of like, like, people are mean to me. And she alluded to people breaking into her apartment and stuff, which is like, yes. Oh, she did? That comes from fame. And <laughs> I she, watched it in like three parts, so I'm kind of She went through fuzzy. an eating disorder. Mm-hmm. That's bad. Which like, yeah, I'm um, sure like most of those people and do. And then her other big trauma is, fuck, there's one more. She didn't get nominated for a Grammy on one of the <laughs> albums. Like, actually, that was the first, tra- like... That was the first trauma they introduced when she's like on the phone with like whoever mm-hmm. and she's like, okay, I didn't get nominated. I need to make an amazing album. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my God, just calm down for one second. Sorry like maybe do something else. I'm, I'm eating grapes. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay. So the big like takeaway of the doc, one of the things that Taylor really wants to make clear is the sort of common motif is that since she was a child, she's been very obsessed with being a good girl. Yeah. Which means that she always wants to make sure that she's like, uncon- she just wants to be well liked, liked, praised. Pleasing, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, perfect. Yeah. Like actually I would say perfect because it's like everyone kept being like, and she kept saying like, I'm so hardworking. Like I'm so hardworking. And it's like, but what are you working towards? Like, I don't really understand. Yeah. Besides being perfect. No, and that it, she wants to be like universally adored, <laughs> like thought of as just being an, this little angel. Yeah. And it's shaped her entire belief system, which she keeps saying over and over again, which she also cites as her trauma, but never really takes any accountability as to like what that means for herself either. No. You know, like, Cause there are times, cause also she, there's no nuance to the sort of the most tragic thing in her career is when Kanye got on stage at the VMAs and then however many years later, like I lulled so hard when they replayed it. Like I, I actually was dying. And she was like, I thought they were booing me. Oh and it's like, but they weren't, so like you're fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, like seven years later when the whole like Kim Kardashian phone call thing happened. Which was so bully. I was also dying. I was like, you guys are evil of it. <laughs> they definitely were bullying. But they were bullying so hard. I understand where Kim was coming from though. Cause yeah. I would be like, Kate, I'm sick and tired of my husband. Yeah. But it's, it's funny because her thinking I'm sick and tired of my husband always being like sort of scapegoated as the villain in any single at every single situation, which a lot of it is his own doing. Well, yeah, it's like no accountability there either. Yeah. But- <laughs> <laughs> also, it's like Taylor, you can't win a war with like a true crazy person. Like, 
<laughs> I know. Well, I was like, it's like you definitely don't have the chops to do that from the life that you've lived. Well, like you know, like I'm not going to be that girl, but like one could say, like bringing up her, like putting it at the forefront of the doc, like was like making fun of like or like yeah, starting a war with a mentally ill person. Yeah. Like, obviously, I don't think that, but like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like both sides of the argument are like inherently redonk. Yeah. It's like you guys both need to get the fuck over it. I, know, I but don't you know understand. What I was thinking is that like if we are watching a documentary about Kanye, this would not be addressed one time. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it was addressed twice. Like it's a blimp on the radar of his. <laughs> but that was also funny. Was they actually showed footage of Kanye performing famous. And then, like, the whole crowd, like, says the line, which is, like, uh, I, I made- feel like we would have sex. I made that bitch famous. They're, like, they use the B word. Um, and then, so the audience screams, and then some people in the audience start saying, fuck Taylor Swift. <laughs> fuck Taylor Swift. <laughs> fuck Taylor Swift. And it's, like, the fact that you put that in here is nuts. Yeah. Like, the phone call is one thing, but, like, that footage, it's, like, sourcing that footage and putting it in is so wild. And this is this it just proved to me how actually like disconnected from reality and like her true lack of humanity because she sees something like that and truly thinks <laughs> isn't this so awful? Yeah. These people are chanting fuck Taylor Swift. Yeah. And that's me and that's something that I have to live with. This is the kind of negativity. Yeah, they're that's- so mean to me. And then there was a whole like montage of like her being in the news for people like calling her out on being like a whiny baby and like a victim. And it's like, well, sorry, like maybe you should reflect. Yeah. And I thought this documentary might have reflected on that a little bit. That's what I was hoping for. Cause I thought that would be interesting. Well, anything would have been interesting, but like, you know, like nothing was, there was no point to it. There was literally no point. It was just like, I am as perfect as you guys think. Yeah. It was like, Except for X, Y, and Z, but those are not my fault, so. Yeah. I don't know. She didn't really offer up that much, but, like, I don't know if she can. I don't know if she has the capacity to, like, know to do that or know how. Uh, She has no idea. Do you think she uh, sees a therapist? Probably. Yeah. I would think so. Or she has like a life coach. Mm -hmm. She has something that's adjacent. Mm -hmm. She doesn't seem very woo woo though. Like I was thinking, does she does, does she do Reiki or any like spiritual practices? But definitely that would be a no, I think. No, she's very norm core. Mm -hmm. Um, actually didn't see her eat like one thing. She ate that burrito. Oh yeah. She's like, I never had a burrito. She said, I, I only start, started eating them two years ago. She's like, oof. Um, but yeah. Yeah, she's just kind of like lived in this fantasy world for her entire life. And I think that the point of the doc, if anything, is ultimately like that doesn't lead to a person that can deal with anything. No. Like in the height of my stone fury, like... Like, probably when I was watching, like, the middle section of the doc, mm-hmm. um, I wrote down, don't fuck with cats seems more inspiring than this. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And you also like, thought about that because her obsession with cats and cat paraphernalia everywhere. Yeah. But, like, it wasn't inspiring. It definitely made me want nothing to do with being famous. I don't know, like, famous. what it could inspire anybody to do. I know. Like, just being like, okay. But I- isn't she all about, like, inspiring people? Kind yeah, of. but it's like... It's not normal for a little kid to get a guitar as a gift and their parents move them to Nashville because they're like, I want to be a star. And they're like, okay, but whatever you want to do. Okay, honey. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Mm. Um, But, okay, I was also thinking about because I was seeing Stormy Jenner's second birthday. Okay, doing Stormy World again. Like every time I see this Stormy World, every time they throw a party, it gives me like crippling climate change anxiety. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say if Kylie Jenner was like assassinated, I feel like the carbon footprint would be significantly decreased. Yes. It's so stressful to me to see that. When I saw it the first time, 
Oh god! I think that I tweeted something about it. I was just like, "What was the carbon footprint of, or the carbon footprint of Stormy World?" It was like <laughs> ruining my day. I like, no. something like that. Okay, yeah. actually, that's all I can think about. It's so stressful. Anytime they do anything, those fucking Kardashians love a holiday, and it's and I think that it's literally because they just get off on generating more trash. Yeah. <laughs> no, truly, but like I can just imagine like everything from like. The, like, electricity and, like, just, like, I don't know, labor and, like, all this, like, crazy shit. But also just, like, I know they have, like, probably, like, huge jars of candy just, like, everywhere that's just going to get, like, thrown out. Yeah, the food waste is so... The food waste is harrowing because they're, like, cake cupcake station, like, sushi bar, like, you know, it's, like, everything. Yeah, and all of that... For kids. Vinyl tenting is just going to be, like, rolled up into one big ball and... (laughs) (laughs) Tossed. Yeah, but I was just... uh, I was connecting the two... Because Haley O'Byrne, friend of the pod, uh, said something really apt the other day when she was like, she sent me a video of Stormy walking through a field of like butterfly stuff. Uh-huh. I don't know if it was part of Stormy World. I think it might have been like, it's, honestly, like um, Kylie's Stormy collection. Right, That's what it was. It was the lunch for Stormy's palette that was launching. <laughs> Stormy's palette. Tr- <laughs> truly decorated where there was fake butterflies like all over everything in this backyard, like thousands and thousands of them, like oh everywhere with Kylie walking Stormy through and pointing around. <laughs> also, I saw a really funny tweet one that said um, every time that Stormy and Kylie talk it seems like they're meeting for the first time oh my god I remember that tweet it's so so true it's like Stormy what are you doing um (laughs) but yeah so then and then Haley was just saying like this can't be good for a this can't be good for a developing child's brain like it's like (laughs) in terms like you can't you can't convince your child that they're a fairy princess no well Like, like that's truly like I like, and I was just thinking, like, Stormy is actually going to be like fully incapable and adept when she's older. Oh my god, and, for like, sure, she's going to be like carried around until she's like fifteen. Yeah, Kylie's just going to like have her on her hip. <laughs> That's what I mean. She's going to, you know, do kid shit until she's way too old. Yeah, she's going to be as like a zany woman who's going to decorate her whole apartment in butterflies and have like, she, yeah, she's not mo- going to ever go to school or have a job. Like, she's no. just going to be like. <laughs> Oh my god! I can't um, wait for that documentary. But I was just thinking about how Taylor Swift had some version of that, like growing up in like a fantasy as a child. Oh, obviously, yeah. to not that extreme, and just I'm like, oh yeah, it is just really bad to give developing minds, developing minds being from like zero to twenty five, just too much. Well, that music video that we were working up to at the end was an atrocity. Oh my god! Yeah, like. And it was literally, it was Stormy World for Taylor. It was, like, the songs about, like, being me. I haven't seen one sliver of good aesthetic sensibility from her. Never. Like, I've never seen, like, a music video, an outfit. No. I I haven't seen any, like, striking artistic vision. Well, the only time she felt, like, the most herself in the doc was when she was like at home in like her sweats and I was like okay I can yeah, see but you wear like fucking cat sweats and shit like- no for sure she's lame mm-hmm. but like every time she was on like the red carpet or like performing I was like oh this just actually looks like a costume yeah and like when she had that bob hair I was like that looks like a wig like nothing looks no like it but suits when she her says that her whole entire life is dedicated to um outside approval or whatever mm-hmm it's what makes her so inauthentic. It makes it seem like she is always dressing up and why she's hard to connect to. Oh, totally. It's like, she's never even, that's the thing is people like this that just are so in their heads and like constantly thinking about themselves and their lives and like the ways that they're perceived by others and all of that. Mm-hmm. Like, and are often always complaining about the way that they're being received. And it's like, well, that literally what you're doing right now has just drop the mic um has everything to do with that yeah like that's the issue oh completely you know (laughs) completely and i get it it's not that hard to stop caring but it's like no one's ever gonna connect with you if you're not like being a human being i know well i was like that i think yeah that was like part of my whole confusion is it's like 
she was like complaining and like a bit and just being like I need to stay relevant and like I need to like make a better album now and it's like why don't you just like chill yeah and it's like, like why don't you why sit don't you down enjoy for it, one year do it fucking like Lady Gaga is a different story but you know she's I think at a point in her career where she's accepted she's not gonna fucking chart all the time and like yeah she's not gonna be the number one Grammy winning pop star every year so I she's know. like and then, so it's like so take yeah, take that time in your career to like do something else. Like if you can't even like sit around, you've I mean, been going she did, straight she for twenty years for a year because that's what she wanted. The public wanted, but I'm like, but you weren't taking a break. Like no, you were just writing and like stressing out. Yeah, but like this should be a time in your career where you should be excited because you're like, okay, I have a lot of creative freedom. Yeah. I'm forever some kind of icon. People are gonna listen to my music no matter what. Totally. Why don't I just make um music that I really like and like not try to win a bunch of Grammys? Yes. It's nuts. Like, I yeah. the whole time I kept, like, yelling at the TV, like, no one's asking you to do this. Like, you've done a lot. Well, she's, like, no longer the music industry's teacher's pet. And but she that's thinks all she is. A, but that's all that she's ever wanted is yeah. that title. <laughs> so once she doesn't have that, she's like, who the fuck am I? Yeah. It's a dangerous game. Yeah. That she's in. Anyways, watch Miss Americana on Netflix. Please watch it. It's so funny. Yeah. It's like, I... I kind of was savoring it. <laughs> I would have watched more. Oh, one hundred percent. Nothing happened. I definitely would have watched more. Yeah, totally. But like, it's really fun to troll. Mm-hmm. It would be fun watching with like a bunch of people. I know. Um, and then shout outs. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say, do you remember when we group watched the Demi Lovato? I dog? was just gonna say, and another recommendation. Yeah. Is watch Demi Lovato's doc. It is. Out of this world. More relevant than now ever since she had a comeback um, singing at the Grammys in the Super Bowl. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. Wow. Good for her. Mm -hmm. Um, There's someone who's been through actual shit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If you compare those two stories side by side, it's like... There's it's night and day. (laughs) Raven and golden. Oh, my God. Yeah. I wonder what Taylor thinks of those Disney girls, like Selena, Vanessa. Aren't her and Selena, they were best friends for a long time. Are they still? I don't know. I feel like I don't know. I know that like Lena Dunham and (laughs) Tay are close now, as we saw from that insane post. I once saw a photo of Selena, Taylor, 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 Selena, Um, (laughs) Taylor, Selena, and uh, Cassie David all hanging out at Taylor Swift's house. Okay, yeah. Do you think it'd be fun to hang? Do you think that Taylor Swift watches Curb Your Enthusiasm? Absolutely not. (laughs) One hundred. I would bet bet like a million dollars if I had it. (laughs) Yeah. What do you think she she watches? Do you think she watches TV? Um. She yeah. got, she must watch Housewives. I, that's what I was thinking. I think that she, but maybe not, because she's like newly woke. So she's probably like that's like bad for women. <laughs> I don't know if she would watch Bravo though. I think that she probably watches reality shows, but like The Bachelor. Yeah, she, she definitely sure, watches. She the definitely Bachelor. watches The Bachelor because it's like goody. Yeah, she probably believes it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, she is one of those people that earnestly watches The Bachelor. Yeah. oh my god speaking of the bachelor and like don't worry guys i'm not gonna go into it but like monday's episode was like three hours long then there's an episode wednesday i'm like i'm officially so behind like i don't know how i'm supposed to catch up wednesday episode yet no i had no idea oh no i was just asking because i wanted to say something but i'll wait okay no yeah they they really did not need to give us five hours of the bachelor this week because they were like there's so much drama i know but like they put they could have done a better job with editing yeah they could have really the first two hours were like kind of unbearable and then i missed like all of the drama yeah okay so topic numero dos (laughs) god so I don't know if anyone's been following, but Jamila Jamil of Good Place fame and also of being James Blake's girlfriend fame now. Right. I keep forgetting that. Yeah. Well, she's like six foot one and he's like six foot six. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Creepy. <laughs> so um, there's been a bit of a small explosion on the internet surrounding 
she is judging a voguing competition reality show, ballroom competition reality show. What network? HBO Max, which is this new thing that's coming out in the spring, which is sort of this, I think, more lowbrow HBO streaming service. Like, Search Party is now going to be on HBO Max, and there's all of these HBO Max network shows that are now, Mm -hmm. like, people are talking about them being in the mix and everything. I think that they're just expanding their... Wow, they're going for competition reality. Yeah. Interesting. Um, (laughs) With voguing. But I'm like, hmm, is it all going to be HBO Max, or are we still going to have HBO, and HBO Max is sort of going to be, like, the FXX of it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Which is how I'm sort of seeing it. That makes, yeah. I feel like that makes sense. It's a vertical. So... She was, it was, there was some press release saying that she was going to do that. And then people all over Twitter were just, because she's also kind of famously an obnoxious virtue signaler. She's obsessed with, she's obsessed with hating the Kardashians and like diet culture and like flat tummy tea. Like that's kind of her claim to fame is also being this sort of like online activist <laughs> um, for Kardashian activist. Yeah. They're like, like it's only ever been about she them. always calls them double agents for the patriarchy. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. So she was set to be like the host and judge of this show. And then people were saying, why is she doing this? Like, yeah, literally, what are her credentials? Like, what are her credentials to judge a ballroom show? Like, like on the queer side, but also like. Like the dancing side and like the cultural side, yeah. Like, it's it's just, like, what do you have to do with any of this? Yeah, it was just like a big question mark. And then after that happened, she released a statement on Twitter saying, um, a really long one, like essentially saying, long. like, I'm supposed to be like a stand in for viewers that don't know anything about ballroom, blah 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 blah. I'm not like the judge, I'm one of three judges, I'm not the host. Mm-hmm. I forget who the other two ones. Megan the Stallion. Okay. And I forget who the other one is. Um, <sighs> I should look that up. Um, <laughs> but um, and then she was saying, but I also want to take this time to come out as queer. Oh, oh, are you? <laughs> oh, do you? Yeah. And then saying that she always felt really uncomfortable coming out because of her South Asian heritage. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. But now she's using that time and then also said, I'm going to log off Twitter for a while and I really don't want to discuss this with the press. <laughs> it's okay. Nobody's rapping at your door, honey. Yeah. And then so the sort of discourse after that is people saying being queer has nothing to do with being able to judge ballroom. <laughs> <laughs> like, Truth. Um, yeah. So... <laughs> Do you want to talk about that before we get into the really scary stuff? Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you think of... Because that's the first time you're hearing any of this drama, right? Yeah. I mean, like, I'm not the queer police, but it's, like, obviously very transparently opportunistic and, right. like, fucked to, like... You did what Kevin Spacey did, but, like, worse somehow. Truly. <laughs> and it's, like, okay, so, like, now that you're able to capitalize on this thing you feel comfortable aligning yourself with it like yeah bad bad practice like so insane and like i don't know her whole kardashian shit too it's like excuse me like you are apparently like a six foot one like rail yeah like you're like so naturally beautiful yeah like don't Don't come on your fucking face like no and like Yes, the Kardashians are fucked in, like, certain ways, but it's, like, to use them as your, like, <laughs> your mouthpiece material is, like, so great for. And it's just really, I don't know, it's trying to prove something. Well, I, it's kind of like the Emily Ratajkowski of it all, where it's, yeah. like, you feel guilty about being pretty. Yeah. So, like, you feel the need to, like kind of like I mean at least Radajowski just like talks about herself but Jamila is like okay so you feel guilty of being pretty so you're gonna like quote unquote tear other women down yeah like what is that like what are you even doing and saying these are all unrealistic standards blah 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 but I'd say like for her and Emrata all of that activism is still centered around them being attractive like yeah. that's actually what they're trying to 100%. It's like we can see that you don't need to say it in like this <laughs> really roundabout way. Yeah. Um 
But yeah, sort of going down this rabbit hole after that, I came across, I don't even know how I found it. It must have been on like a group or something. This Instagram story that this woman, Tracy Egan Morrissey. Who she's been on like SUP and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, She went down this really big rabbit hole, essentially diagnosing Jamila with Munchausen's. Which like explains everything. And... The receipts people were... It, like, actually, like, I have body chills. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. She's a liar. Yeah. So, like, she lies about things. So I can probably comfortably say that she's lying about being, quote, unquote, queer, whatever lying about being queer means. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. But, yeah, she, like, lies about her past as, like, a model. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the thing is she's so... She's such a warrior against flat tummy tea and waist trainers and all of that shit um, because she cites being a model as and having an eating disorder when she was a model at like 15. Yeah. Um, Ruined her as life. Like, yeah. As her like her sort of call to action. Mm-hmm. Like that was the catalyst as to why she's so anti uh, beauty standards in the you industry. Now that she's on a TV show. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah, so she's, but there's conflicting interviews and receipts of them where sometimes she says that she was a model and other times she flat up says, I wasn't a model. I was a model agent. Yeah. And then from model agent, it also is revealed that she might have just been like an intern. Yeah. It's very Anna Delvey. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then. So there's credibility loss number one. Yeah. And a big one is you can see her talking about this on talk shows. Mm-hmm. And other times, um, talk shows and in print interviews, where she said that during the first season of filming The Good Place, because she has a whole Jimmy Fallon bit story where she's talking about how accident prone she is. It was very like that Nathan for You episode. Totally. Which we brought up on the pod before. <laughs> but um, like, it was literally like how to, like the mechanics of having a good late night talk yeah. story. Yeah, but. And it fed into more, more how like how accident prone she was more and more as it was ongoing. But the first story that she brings up is that during filming season one of The Good Place, she was running, like not on set, just like running yeah. in like her spare time. And, and got, very, she told a really convoluted reason as to why she was running. Yeah, because she was like Ted Danson and he's 70 and he could run circles around me. Yeah, and like always had energy and I was always exhausted. I was always exhausted. It's like Munchausen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always tired. Um, <laughs> so she said that she got chased by a swarm of bees um, and got hit by a car. And then... You can read multiple other print interviews from years ago throughout the years where she says when she was 15, (laughs) she was running and got chased by a swarm of bees and got hit by a car and was in a wheelchair. No. And at one point she says bedridden for two years. (laughs) In another version of the story, she She had like a walker bedridden for a year and had like a Harvey Weinstein walker for another year. And then another version of the story said that she was in a wheelchair. Yeah. And like that's, and also when she was in the wheelchair, like that's why she stopped modeling and thank God it like saved her life. It saved her entire life because that accident made her not be an, have an eating disorder. Yeah. And then there's another story where <coughs> she's filming some like British reality show. I don't know what it is. Where oh God, sounds horrible. And it's on video. She hits her face and like mm-hmm. her elbow hits the ground. And then she recounts that story again um, to another press outlet saying that she broke her tooth, broke her elbow, broke her nose. At another point, another time when she told that story, she adds a pair, like a set of broken ribs. Yeah. And you can see in the footage that she falls on her face it goes, looks painful. It look, like it doesn't look like a good fall, but no, goes into an ambulance and then like films the rest of the show and like looks completely fine. And I wouldn't doubt it if she had like a sprained arm or something like that. But totally, the extent of injuries that she has listed from that incident does not it's wild. Like, like it's actually impossible. How is she so how much stupid? Adrenaline. If like uh, like that was filmed, yeah, like. Well, I, but that's the thing is like, it's definitely like disorderly because it goes into nonsensical territory and the way that she retells these stories all the time. And then 
she's also telling Fallon about all these other accidents that happened with her and shit. And then, um, and then she's like, yeah. And then like during, uh, season three, like there's this one, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> she has a British accent, but I was just doing a whisper <laughs> voice. Like during season three, like everyone's has an action sequence and they were all fighting and they told me to just sit in the corner. Oh my God. This yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Because they were like, that's where you're safe. And then Jimmy Fallon's like, Oh yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, like you're going to fuck something like, up. So they're, they're all doing action and you're just sitting in the back. <laughs> um, he's like he, dying to fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> and then she says, yeah, but funnily enough, I, I broke my tailbone when I was sitting back there and I was the only person that walked away with an injury. Yeah, and then she says, so I literally broke my ass and then the whole crowd erupts into laughter. I was actually like, this is like the sunken place. Fallon like can't contain himself. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's another instance where on her Instagram story, someone asks, how did you break your tailbone? And she tells a story about falling down a set of stairs in London. It's insane. And it goes deeper and deeper. Like there's more and more. There's of, countless receipts. Like countless for every receipts incident. for so many incidents. And like the type of shit that she says happens to her when she's younger too. She also said that she got a mammogram one year and they found a lump, but it was benign and it wasn't cancerous. Oh yeah, this and was the big kicker. Now there's a bun. You can look back and press from a couple years ago where she said that she survived cancer twice. Yeah. It's, it's so, so scary. scary. <laughs> <laughs> it's so scary. Like, I actually feel ill talking about it. Yeah. Because, like, it's so, so scary. And, like, also, like, it's very graphic. Like, yeah. reading it made me feel, like, sick. No, because she she describes all of these alleged injuries injuries that she has. In, like, insane to, detail. To, like, crazy extent. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's always, like, I had to lie on a gurney for six days before they could extract Even get to me. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, but then, like, the darkest part, and we will link Tracy's um, Tracy Egan Morris's story highlights because yeah. they're amazing but the real dark like shutting of the drawer is that her mom is has Munchausen's too yeah and you can see that because there was a tweet I I feel like I should know did I take a screenshot of it because it's worth reading out loud but there's a tweet of her mom sitting in her bed with an IV drip and just a list of like actually like 40 different illnesses that I've never heard of yeah um Shireen Jamil so she lists Addison's disease brain aneurysm brain hemorrhage Ehlers-Danlos syndrome fibromyalgia History of domestic violence malaria 19 ops postpartum hemorrhages PTSD Rheumatic fever, strokes, tinnitus, uh, trigeminal neurologia, uh, typhoid, osteoporosis, osteoarthritis, vertigo, vitiligo. And then it's like her like looking kind of gorge in a hospital bed. (laughs) And like very like, like this doesn't look like a very sick person. Yeah. I mean, definitely not with all that. No. <laughs> it's rough. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about it even tied to Taylor's, um, you know, Taylor's longing to be perceived as good mm-hmm. and her specific constructed ways. Yeah. Um, in which she achieves to make that happen. And garner sympathy. And there is something that's similar there with the yes. Jamila, but she wants to do it through this like very misguided activism. And also I guess um, through like sympathy of being, well, yeah, it's attention a sick seeking. Or injured person, but it's always all of these injuries in the past and she never wants to like look sick or injured in the present. Well, that's the thing. And that's why I think it is also like really based on the fact that she has like insane guilt about being pretty. Right. Cause it's like, Oh, so you're trying to garner sympathy. Yeah. It is all about Ill. that. You just really want people to feel bad for you. Yeah. Because if we just looked at you, we wouldn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, we shouldn't so, like we don't know you 
<laughs> but I'm like, is it a thing about like medical records and hospitals that you aren't faking like injuries and sicknesses as we speak? Oh yeah. I doubt that she like okay. would she show up on a red carpet with a walker? No. That's the thing. No, because also like you in this story. You know who would is our Queen Lena Dunham. Of course. <laughs> but as we were saying, we don't think Lena Dunham has Munchausen's. We think that she is a person with a lot of health problems, but you know, would be on crutches four days after she needs to. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like when we were talking earlier this week, I was like, I feel like Jamila like is literally just from the good place. Like I feel like yeah. she's not a human. But then that was before I saw the Munchausen and I was like, oh God, (laughs) (laughs) there are layers here. I know, we thought we were talking about one thing and then it turned into into something insane within the span of 24 hours. But why isn't she showing up at the red carpet like on crutches? I know, there's one photo of her with like a knot knot sling on her arm. It's like a scarf. (laughs) Yeah, and then Tracy was like, is this what slings look like in England? Like, can someone DM me? (laughs) Wasn't there like... Was there a movie or like a show or something when like slings were it? Was that remember. from a teen movie? Maybe. It must be. Where like everyone started wearing like slings. Um, there's a photo of me. Sounds meeting, like a Lizzie McGuire. There's a photo thing. of me in common. Um, <laughs> and I'm in a sling in that photo. So that's when it started. Can you find that pic for yeah, the Insta? Yeah, I'll grab it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I can't wait. <laughs> God. Um how do we get there? Um <laughs> Munchausen slings. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, like not to like jump back and forth, but um because so initially Tracy Egan Morsey like posted this whole story about Munchausen and like celebs with Munchausen and yeah. like the Yolanda of it all also is just like making me so ill. Yeah. I mean that's like full the like trillion supplements, like do you think that the Lyme- so many selfies in hospitals uh, getting things done? And do you think that her children's Lyme disease is all is by proxy? One hundred percent. Yeah. Like, I mean, the whole Lyme thing is like, I don't even know. How, it's Pandora's box. Like, I don't yeah. even know why and how it's happening. I do not understand why that sector of the population is so infected Riddled by Lyme. It is beyond. Yeah. Like, it obviously doesn't make sense. It's really... Oh, fuck. I, we need to get YouTube premium so we can watch the Justin Bieber thing. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, well, there's probably a trial option. I wonder if, like, this Jamila shit's going to, like, become a public story. Well, she said she was writing one. She, like, warned at the end of the oh, story. Tracy, 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 not Jamila. Jamila. Oh, my God. She, like, puts out an autobiography. Um... Tracy Gamorsi, like, at the end of the story, wrote, like, I'm writing this into something proper, so, like, don't fucking steal this. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, speaking of Tracy's, also, Trace Lizette was being optioned to have Jamila's job on this voguing show and didn't get a call back. Who's that? Like, the trans girl in Transparent. What? And she, like, apparently, like, did the whole New York ballroom thing. The culture is so fucked up. Yeah. The culture is fucked up. Wait, she had a real... Being queer does not make you ballroom. Being any number of marginalized identities does not make you ballroom. The only things that makes you ballroom is if you're actually from it. And most of us who are from it sought it out we and we had no one else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's funny because, like, there's probably some celebrities that wouldn't get shit for being like, I'm a judge on a voguing show. No. You know? For sure. I'm just happy it's not Chrissy Teigen. But, like, for, like, good <laughs> cultural reason. Yeah. You know, like, it's, like, at least their work maybe somewhat has influenced our roots in the ballroom scene. Totally. You know? Well, this whole show seems, like, really not well thought out. No. I remember Bravo was, like, optioning a ballroom show a few years ago. Well, Andy famously hates gays, so <laughs> don't Especially hold your breath. gays of color. Like, Yeah. Do not. They should have gotten Ladarius to be a judge on the show. Oh, my God. Well, Ladarius needs to join a house. Yeah. And I'm sure that will happen soon. And Telfar, put him in a fucking campaign. Oh, my God. Call to action. Telfar. (laughs) (laughs) Seeking Telfar. Um, Telfar could have been a judge on the... 
literally show. there is buckets of people before Jamila, before Jamila Jamil Jamila Jamaya <laughs> like I hate that I even know her name yeah but can it you, also sounds like a f- like funny fake name you know what else is really funny and interesting is like I I remember when the Good Place was coming out or whatever seasons and I heard Darcy Carden because she's kind of in that New York alt comedy scene mm-hmm. on a lot of podcasts and she would talk about how much she loves all of the cast but I always remember like clocked that she wasn't saying anything about Jamila. <laughs> and I was like, oh, she's like not best friends with her and uh, Kirsten Bell. That's weird. But now it's obviously because she's a psycho. Yeah, she's nuts. She might like, I can just imagine her Being kind of energy her. on no, set. I was just thinking of, oh my God. She's the exact type of person where if you're caught, like if you like just got your lunch <laughs> and you're like caught in a room with her and she's like sitting across from you and she's like, oh, hello. You're like, uh, you're, you're like, your body would just viscerally be like, I absolutely need to find the most urgent way to leave the situation possible without no. causing a stir. She's a person you everybody avoids. Yeah. Like, there's no question. Yeah. Oh, my God. She probably is, like, Except for so James annoying Blake. to the crew. Oh, my God. And just, like... <coughs> Not like demanding, but just like she would chatty. like go up to a plus size woman, being like, "Isn't this flat tummy tea just dreadful?" <laughs> yeah, because she was really. I feel like the first time I heard her sound off was when Kim was sucking on those appetite suppressant lollies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is like, Kim, Jesus Christ, it's not 1999. Like, put that shit away. You can't do that anymore. <laughs> we all know that. But that's when she coined double agents for the patriarchy. Oh my God. <laughs> um, a double agent for the patriarchy, like the senator that Taylor Swift tried to overthrow in Tennessee. Oh, yeah. Her big political moment. Yeah, that was also funny is she, um, the one thing that grounded her to, we didn't even talk about her politics thing because it was just such a like, uh, <laughs> it's so annoying. Next. No, no, I can't. actually like fast forwarded at the end when she won her VMA yeah. and was giving a speech to sign the petition. I was fast forward. Like I couldn't. <laughs> um, but like it took like a radio DJ grabbing her ass one time to empathize with other people. Yeah. Truly to like finally understand like the world is unjust. Yeah. And she won. Yeah. Um, and then she tries to like have a political reconciliation because of like her silence during the election. There's a senator in Tennessee that ultimately gets elected, which sucks. But this woman who's just like a Christian psycho nightmare. Yeah. Um, like dangerous person. Like so it's anti- good for her. Wade. Yeah. Like anti gay, just like mm-hmm. horrible. Um, so I was like, you know, like at least like that is actually a way in which a celebrity could make a difference and it didn't work, but like, yeah, it's like, you know what? I'll give her that. She tried. Yeah. And she zoned in on like a local plate, like politics where she lives instead of like going macro. Exactly. Like that was like a good step where Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, like I wish people would do that more. Yeah. But they all live in one, like two places. So (laughs) yeah, they're like vote in California. I know we will. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Um, but yeah, Jamila's story is kind of unfolding as we speak, but we got an early bite on this Munchausen shit, so wanted oh to share You guys are going to freak the fuck out. Yeah. It's, I don't, I was riveted. And there's really good Kim, <laughs> which now I fully see as like a hilarious juxtaposition. There's like all these like Kim screenshots of like Tracy we're like reflecting on the information that she's finding of just like photos of Kim on her phone, like oh, yeah. with different reactions. And now I'm like, Oh my God, that's a connection. Yeah. So good. <laughs> so good. It's like the best piece of art I've seen in a while. Truly. <laughs> it could see, be in a museum. We talk about art people. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> we're supposed to. Um, um, speaking of unhinged. Of aliens. <laughs> Truly. Um, Every person that we're talking about today is like kind of an alien. Yeah. Yeah. Aliens? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, mark, title? Yeah. Um, (laughs) uh, We, you know, the Vogue content just keeps feeding Mm -hmm. these days. And Grimes did a like one of the makeup ones where it's like the camera in your bathroom, which Mm -hmm. like I... 
I've said to you before, like, obviously I love those videos Mm -hmm. and I didn't realize it was actually in collab with Into the Gloss. It's a partnership. I didn't know that. Yes. Okay. It's a partnership, which makes sense because, like, that's what their whole top They're shelf like, thing is. They're like, we'll do the 35 millimeter photos and yeah. you do <laughs> the video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So hot tip for you there. And, like, in some of them, it's very explicit where they're like, I'm using this glossy thing. Like, Liz yeah. uh, Tyler's was, like, Liv? a lot of glossy. Liz. 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 Oh, my God. <laughs> um. Anyways, I digress. But Grimes did a look it was called like glam pregnancy one of, her, one of her most public appearances in a long time i would say i don't think i've heard her talk in like a decade yeah like i was like quite Not since she would do like little vice videos mm-hmm. um so it all starts off well and good yeah, except for that she just blends her foundation into her face with her fingers, and I could actually see streaks. Yeah, the foundation was a misstep. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's seeming like, you know, like I'm watching, and I'm like, yeah, she's just a fucking nerd. Like, and she is confirming that she's pregnant. She said, ever since I've got knocked up, I need to wear oh, makeup that was every disgusting. night. Okay, <laughs> I'm also confused by their videos. Are they always in a hotel bathroom, or they all I think they're in, in there? House? Bad bathrooms. That's probably Elon's bathroom. Yeah. I think I looked... It was a nice bathroom. Yeah, I think I looked at his house before, like, just on, like, a listing or something, and uh-huh. I do remember there being a lot of that, like, um, light oak in yeah. there. Like, a Almost lot of, like, bamboo. Like, curved light wood. Yeah, it was very pretty, and I was, yeah. like... Yeah, I was, like, having some little fantasies. That's true rich person shit. If you can get, like, rounded wood... Yeah, in, in your, your bathroom. Home, like, <laughs> that's... Yeah, it's yeah. it's Gorgina, but yeah, I was kind of like, oh, like yeah, like they're two fucking nerds who are just like weird, and like she did like phase one of the makeup, and like I didn't realize it was only halfway through the video, so I texted Leah and I was like, it looks good, like the makeup looks good, and Leah was like, what are you smoking? <laughs> I said, is your joint laced? <laughs> like truly, and then I literally. As I look up, Grimes starts drawing all over her face <laughs> with an eyeliner. <laughs> In a way that I would have done when I was two years old. Literally two. It looks like the doodles <laughs> in my notebook in like grade five. No, actually, I was like, I've made a motif like that before. <laughs> and it's why I stopped drawing. Um, so... Yeah, she starts drawing this, like, tree on her head, kind of. I don't know if you could call it a tree. A bush? <laughs> Just some they looks like branches work. to me. I was like, you don't have a steady hand. But she was like, oh, I haven't been drawing that much because of my nails. <laughs> At one point. She has very psycho nails on. Yeah. So, and this is the very childlike element where, like, so she does, like, the kind of normal-ish makeup. Then she puts a heart on her forehead. Then she starts drawing like these swiggly lines in the middle of her forehead to kind of look like a crown. And at one point, so at one point you're like, oh, maybe three. It's Grimes. I don't know. (laughs) Then she just like keeps going and going in a way that only a child would. Yeah. And then she can't put down the pen. No. And then at one point she starts drawing like another line for this like branch bush and then swoops it halfway down her face. Literally. Like, <laughs> like made like a contour line. She was like, eh, ah, and then ah, she kind of realizes what she's done, like a kid, yeah. but then like doubles down. Like, <laughs> I wish she would have said like, oh my God, I look like an idiot and then taken it off. I know. That's the thing is like, I thought she was trolling kind of, Same. but then I looked at her Instagram and she fully wears forehead makeup like that. It's nuts. And then she was like, yeah. And then I'd like pull it back and blah, blah, blah. And like, it was... I don't understand. Okay, I saw an interesting anecdote. Because you know how she was saying like she wanted to like bleach her hair like Khaleesi Blonde or whatever? Well, she shouldn't be dyeing her hair right now. I know. Because <laughs> um, she brought it up. She's like, yeah, like this person just dyed my hair. Really and I was, like, where I was like, is Grimes going to have a crack, baby? Because I was like, oh, I'm, God. she definitely like They'll had to clump a, it up with some kind of vitamins and it'll be fine. But she was like, had a drug problem. She did? Like, you know what Azealia said? Wait, what did Azealia say? Like when they went to their house and then she was like, okay, you brittle bone meth head. (laughs) 
And so then she was like doing drugs all the time. Okay. I mean, it ch- it clocks out. But I don't know. If I was like living with a billionaire and someone like came over for the weekend, we would also probably be like having like a small cocktail of shit. So it's hard to say. It's hard yeah. to trust Azealia there too. Totally. Like, and like, were they just tripping on acid or was she like, yeah, 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 speedball, yeah. Like, like speedballing heroin. <laughs> But like, I was just we'll like, oh, your demeanor know. is weird. Um, Her demeanor is very weird. And she doesn't, she described um, daytime as like when it's not dark out. Like she like, you know what I mean? Like she was yeah, trying yeah. to say daytime, but she said, you know, this is for when it's like not dark out. I was and also I was like, confused. Because okay, she you said, don't know words. <laughs> oh yeah. Not dark. Out. I know what you mean. Like that. Like, or like not dark out i don't know <laughs> i was like you mean the daytime i think that they do like a daddy daughter play yeah. they, they rise, i'm like oh. and that's why she talks like a little baby like that she's like yeah <laughs> no but um elon musk i guess famously pressured his two ex-wives or girlfriends into like light, no lightening their hair And then she made some, like, really, like, crazy comment about, like, trying to bleach her hair, like, really light or something. Yeah. It's a very South African thing to do, to want, like, a really, really blonde wife. Oh, yeah. And she's got muddled pink right now. Um, Um, It's... Who would have guessed her trajectory? It's very millennial. Yeah. And, like, it's futuristic. So that's the thing where I'm, like... Like, I'm not mad at them because right. I do think it, like, is the closest thing to, like, the space age that I've ever seen. It's true. <laughs> but I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I just went through this in my own head because, you know, obviously, like, loved her in the Oblivion days. Mm-hmm. Art Angels, I was, like, obsessed. It's, like, one of my favorite albums still. Mm-hmm. It's hard to listen to now yeah. and, like, contextualize that person. But, and I'm like, oh, and then, so when this whole, like, weird Elon chip and brain shit was going, like, going off at first, I was thinking, oh, fuck, and, like, I don't know. I started thinking about that video of him jamming out. (laughs) (laughs) I'll find it and post it. I'll find it and post it. It's really good. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I was like, oh, fuck, and I don't know, no one that I know listens to her music anymore. Um, not to know. Yeah. I'm sure that like, there's some fans that are still listening to the deep cuts, but I was just thinking like, Oh, I wish that like her music would have gone to different places or had grown more. Like I was like, sad. Well, it feels personal because of the Montreal connection. For sure. And I was like, kind of sad to lose like this sort of like weird indie artist that maybe I felt I could connect to on that way. But now, and then, so I, I'm like, Oh, I wish that like she would have made it more, but I'm like, I'm just thinking, I'm like, no, she did make it. She married she fully made it. She She's married the a Meghan Markle. <laughs> Of she, America. Yeah, she just jumped through like a crazy ass hoop. Like yeah. she married a billionaire and is pregnant with his kid, so like she's done. Yeah, she can keep making music and like be weirder. Like a little girl from BC. Okay, another thing that I was confused about in the video, or you say what you were gonna say first, sorry. No, go to the video because mine's a little bit more of an esoteric question. Okay, no, because is she was like, I try to stay away from nature as much as possible, which is definitely her adopting Elon's mentality because lest we That's forget so weird. when she tried to sail down or like take a boat down the Mississippi with her ex-boyfriend and like a stack of potatoes. What? I don't know this. You don't know about this? No. Oh my God. I don't know what year it was in. It, it might've even been like pre-oblivion, but Grimes and her boyfriend heard like just post Grimes and her boyfriend built this wooden boat I've never heard like this. a stack of potatoes and tried to like take it down the what Mississippi. What do you mean a stack of potatoes? And tried to take it down the Mississippi and live off of it and made it like a day and a half. <laughs> <laughs> now she tried to stay away, away from nature. I, try to, maybe I, try to, I, you know, I don't like being on nature. It's like, yeah, I don't know. It's just like random stuff. And then. <laughs> It's not being mean. It's called being funny. (laughs) Hey, guess who doesn't have a billion dollars? Me. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) That's like the type of imitation I could do really well. Okay. Like, yeah. And then I like take the thing and like smother it all over my face. And then, um, (laughs) like ever since I got knocked out by 
it's because she has pregnancy face for sure. That nose. That's a pregnant woman's nose. Yeah, she's red. She I was red and flashy. I'm like jealous of it. I want pregnant nose. Yeah, I was kind of like, she did look chic. Like, I am a sucker for the look where she has like these messy braids. This is before the makeup. Disclaimer. <laughs> she has like messy braids and like a vintage like kind of sci-fi tee and then like a crazy kimono and like long nails. And I was like, yeah. I'm, that's, I'm a sucker for that. Oh yeah, as we all know, I identify as a boho. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel like we both are very into stylized domestic looks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I can only hope she had like sweats, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I was like, you know, I was like, oh, and you're in this nice bathroom, like you're fucking living the life, freshly preg. Yeah, but. A little out of your mind. You know what? I feel like her and Taylor Swift might get along. Oh my god! They should call they each other. They should hang. They should actually hang. Oh my god! They should hang. I mean, they're like two. Horse- no, I think that Grimes and Elon are a bit too radical for Tay. Yeah, they probably have some crazy conspiracy. It's true. Theory. Like, like they're on they're a smarter baseline, than Tay. Like, I'm yeah. sorry. No, I like baseline. It's like oh. um... I was just thinking because they're both kind of like weird horse girls. But I know. I was like, they're both nerds. They should hang out. But then it would like cross over into like no territory for Taylor really quickly. Like, and Grimes. Yeah, but Grimes would start talking. But talk- Grimes would be more like off No, the I think planet. that Grimes would be more like, oh my God, like I saw this thing that happened to you in another dimension yesterday. And totally. then Taylor would immediately have a She's like, huh, what was it? <laughs> Were they laughing at me? Yeah. <laughs> Literally at one point, Tay says like, she literally said, like, we entertainers do this because, you know, you hear people clapping and it makes you feel good. And, like, you he- see the smiles on their faces. Like, I was like, you are nuts. Like, the best moment of the doc for her. She just wants like, people clapping and wooing for her. She played, like, the first show of her reputation to her. And she was like, that was amazing. Everyone was so happy. I was out in the crowd and they were all happy. Uh, it's a fool's errand. In the middle of the night, yeah, we were saying we took a little break, but you probably didn't notice, hopefully. <laughs> um, but Taylor's a good singer. Yeah, well, I just was saying to Matt, I anytime that someone does a breathy acapella moment, I'm like, oh, wow, you can sing because I'm the least musically inclined person ever. Yeah. But literally, like, drum a beat with your fingers on a table and I'm impressed. You're like, oh my word. <laughs> <laughs> that just comes out again. <laughs> Did you tour with Taylor? Um, um, anything else? Yeah, I guess there's not really much more to say about crimes. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah? Yeah. See you next week. Bye. Follow us at High T Pod. XOXO. Rate us on Apple Podcasts. Bye bye. Write and review.